Welcome to Braveheart Conversations. I am Jillian Aurora, and this is my beautiful co-host, Marie Wallace. Hello, everybody. Here live with you on Christmas Eve. Um, I'm super happy uh, for you joining us wherever you're joining us from, whether it's live this morning. We go live every Thursday, even Christmas Eve, because we are that badass. <laughs> um, but you can find any of our replays on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, or our Facebook group, Braveheart Conversations, whatever works best for you. Um, but today, I, um, I'm thinking of lots of different things um, as the holidays are here. And um, there's been a few things I've heard people uh, struggle with that I wanted to address. And one of them being, um, A, I've been thinking a lot about how we desire reciprocation. And, you know, we talk a lot to um, people, specifically women, who struggle with giving, 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 overgiving and um, being more on the codependent side of things. And this can really play an issue in the holidays mm -hmm. when we, we actually judge ourselves for not getting any reciprocation and we'll suppress those feelings instead of addressing them and actually honoring our own needs and advocating um, for our own desires, which are just as valid. So that's one piece that I wanna talk about. Um, the other piece is I hear um, you know, Marie and I both work with a lot of people who struggle with toxic relationships and, and sometimes we're dealing with relationships that are really on the brink of breakup or divorce and, uh, and people know this, um, but a lot of times we let them kind of limp along and we find excuses for why it's not a good time. And <laughs> it's never a good it's time. It's never a good time. <laughs> and the holidays tend to be a really great excuse to not um, not honor our needs and uh, leave a relationship that's really just uh, not working. And I actually have a little bit of a tragic slash funny story <laughs> because I think a lot of our uh, traumatic, tragic stories are also humorous. They are. Back. <laughs> they are when you get to look back. Um, so just on the topic of leaving a toxic relationship in the midst of the holidays, uh, I just want to share my own experience, which I find rather funny looking back. And uh, I was married to an alcoholic for uh, five years, and um, <laughs> this was several years ago, but um, we were really on the rocks. He was drinking uh, very, very heavily all day long and, um, and would get very angry. And I think it was two days before Christmas that he had left in, um, our motor home and he took with him all the presents, you know, he was done. He was going to be gone for a month or whatever the story but he was. he took the presents. He took his presents. <laughs> And uh, he unwrapped them all. I had gone through great lengths to like, I've always been someone that uh, I'll put little notes and I'll make it all foo-foo special. And so he had unwrapped all these presents. He had thrown some of them away um, in his drunken stupor and then came back Christmas Eve and somehow I was going to salvage the day. <laughs> I rewrapped every present. <laughs> So that we could have a 
normal Christmas the next day. And, you know, looking back, it's hilarious to me the length that I was willing to go to really fake having a Being good happy Christmas. Too on Christmas. Yeah. Because obviously, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> I could pretend we're having a good Christmas, but uh, there's really no way that you can make that situation good. So, um, and then we had an agreement that Christmas morning, uh, there wouldn't be any drinking until the afternoon, and then he could go retreat to the motorhome. And I ended up going out with a friend of mine uh, for dinner and a movie Christmas night. And um, I look back at just the the sadness, mm -hmm. of, you know, of that whole story. And I ended up leaving, I think, like three days after Christmas. Um, you know, it just, it had gotten to the point where it just was not safe or livable anymore. And, um, but by God, I was going to make it work through Christmas. And <laughs> I did. <laughs> but man, at what cost? And it was all forced. It was all fake. Yeah. So... Um, I know that there are other women out there just as tenacious as I was, um, but is that really fulfilling? And, you know, when we're just pushing it out a few more days, um, what is it costing us? And is it really worth it? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, if you are telling yourself that it's not a good time and you're telling yourself, I can't because it's Christmas, I can't because of the kids, I can't because of whatever. I have I'm, this thing planned. And... We have a party, we have people coming over, whatever the thing is. I've so been there, first of all. I've so been there and Me I've too. made all the excuses and um, I've, you know, I have held the, the waters, the storm at bay. <laughs> um, I smiled through it. I have, <laughs> I've smiled through I it. I was a master at the fake smile <laughs> and pretending. Um, I was great at all that shit. And um, no more today. No more. Um, today, if if something is shit, I'm just gonna admit that it's it's done. It's um, it's awful. It's hell. Um, it's okay to be honest. You don't have to be positive and fake all the time. Mm -hmm. I think that's a lie that we've been told is that we're supposed to hold it all together. We're supposed to keep it private. Um, that was a be big a thing. Lady, be nice. Mm -hmm. yeah. Hold it all together. But keep it private. Oh, yeah. Especially during the holidays, mm -hmm. right? Um, we're supposed to be positive and... Um, some, some of that stuff is just not positive. What was happening in my life in that moment was not positive. It was awful. Mm -hmm. And um, I kept it all a secret. I pretended everything was fine. And, um, and you know, I kept myself from a lot of the help and support that would have been there because I was so embarrassed and ashamed mm -hmm. about what was going on. And especially during the holidays, you know, you want everybody to see you doing well and being happy. Mm -hmm. And, um, so that was, um, man, that was a big lesson. That was a hard lesson. Um, 
Marie, do you recall any specific times that <laughs> holidays have been like, oh gosh, I, I gotta pretend that everything is together, but it's really not. Um, quite a few times, <laughs> quite a few times. Um, yeah, just where, uh, you, I think going back to an expectation, you, you, you take great care. And I think women in general mm-hmm. take great care to make the holidays special and, um, you know, I, I do that for my kids. I do that for people that are close into my um, circle. And, you know, if it's disregarded, I think that's what's the most painful for me. Like, um, I don't know how to put it, just that it wasn't regarded as something that I had done, that I had worked hard on to to make it special, to to bring people close. I, I really love family around this time of the year. And uh, just people just sort of going, ah, it's just a thing. And it, and so disregarded that it wasn't special or that I hadn't put effort into it. That That's happened a couple yeah. of times. And um, it's very painful because yeah. you, you have poured, I have poured my whole self into it. Not that they need to do anything to nurture it, just to honor and respect it. Yeah. I think that's all that I'm asking for there. Would it be great if everybody was there and together? Awesome. Yes. Um, but if you're not able to make it, then then say something. If you are, um, there was something else that you had said that I would really related to. Just honoring the people that are in your life and um, not faking it. It was yeah. so... Yes, sometimes the events still happened anyway. I, I just don't want to be inauthentic. I don't mm-hmm. want to pretend like it doesn't hurt. I don't want to pretend like it didn't matter. Yeah. And um, I'll be very forthcoming and upfront with it about how I feel. And um, and back to what you said too, just it's okay for me to desire to want these people in my life and, and, to, and want them to be part of things. And... Um, yeah, did I answer your question? Yeah. <laughs> Mostly it's just just honoring of each other during this thing and being authentic because they may not even know that, that it hurt and it's something for me to go out there and say, yes, this was a painful experience and these are the reasons why. And they may or may not. My guess is they probably do, but, but they may not know how much it, it really hurts. And so just to be honest with how I feel... And to know that it's okay that um, it's okay that these things happen because life happens, right? Mm-hmm. This, if anything, twenty twenty taught us is life happens. Get that. Um, just to be honoring on both sides, and and maybe deliver expectations of how we could resolve it. You know, I like you know what's coming up for me is it's really important to recognize. Even in the situation looking back that I just described, um, you know, he wasn't capable of giving more mm-hmm. than uh, what what yeah. was coming back. Even though um, it, it was a lesson in self-worth for me, I certainly did not have to diminish myself to that level. Right. I did not have to accept that amount of unhappiness and mistreatment. I didn't need to do that. Um that was a reflection of my own worth and my own standards. But I also get to acknowledge that that was really the best that he could show up with. That's a very good lesson. (laughs) And, 
you know, my expectations of him weren't going to change anything. I really just needed to see what was happening at face value Mm -hmm. and then um, decide to act in accordance with my own Mm self-worth. And and I still get to see that with uh, compassion and and grace Mm -hmm. that, you know, um, he didn't choose to be sick. He didn't choose to have... um, you know, he was experiencing his own pain. Sure. Really. You know, he was uh, also not happy. Right. And uh, while I don't have to suffer for someone else's illness, you know, I, I can say, you know, I really see what you're going through. I empathize with what you're going through. Yes. And I'm also not going to stick around for it. I'm not going to be, you know, beat over the head with it. Mm-hmm. Um well, it's, it's going back to what we always talk about. What honors you honors everyone. Absolutely. And honoring them in whatever happened. Because life does happen and there are disappointments. And I, I love that you brought up that compassion for what happened on their side. It just doesn't mean we have to tolerate it mm-hmm. or um, or say that's okay. Yep. I mean, it wasn't okay what's happened. But it is understandable and there is a lots of room for compassion yeah absolutely um you know the other thing you know going back to my story um (laughs) with you know an alcoholic husband i rewrap all his gifts and uh because you won't know what's in them either (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's already open these he's already seen them but i'm gonna salvage christmas um you know i look back at my own behavior and i realize it was, it was simply a reflection, you know, the holidays are really um, just an extreme uh, example of what we're typically doing all year long. And what I was doing in that moment was I was attaching my worth. I was really trying to earn my worth mm. um, and earn love through creating this great Christmas experience, right? Yeah. And I really believed that if I just you know, gave him enough presents, gave him enough love, gave him um, enough, you know, special, meaningful uh, mm-hmm. things. Because I think at that particular time, I had cut up um, pieces of my vows and put them in each present. Aww. Like, I was really trying to be enough. Mm-hmm. I was trying so hard to be enough. And that if I just was good enough, then he would love me. Mm-hmm. And he would give me that love back. And this is not ever how love works. And it was a very painful learning experience for me. And I think that this is such a big piece of the holidays. So many of us are doing this, Mm -hmm. where we're trying to make it special enough, make it good enough, um, so that we measure up. Because we've attached our worth to whatever experience we're creating. And so then if it's not received the way that we want it to, then we take it as if we aren't good enough. Mm -hmm. We take it as if we aren't lovable. And that was, that was what I took from that experience in that moment. And I was crushed because of it, because I thought that his, you know, his disease, his, um, alcoholism and his behavior was somehow a reflection that I wasn't good enough Mm -hmm. and it had nothing to do with me really Mm -hmm. um so this is the piece you know we talked about in the beginning that 
Um, I find it's really important to uh, talk about reciprocation mm-hmm. because we often are reducing ourselves. We're trying to earn reciprocation instead of just being with someone who mm-hmm. is reciprocating just because. It's not something to be earned. Love right. isn't something to be earned. And, and I think the holidays really accentuate that where if we are trying to earn love, it's really going to come out. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. I think in the other respect, so my situation was a little bit different in that what was happening is lots of other people come first. Yeah. And when other people come first all the time and, and what sometimes we're put on the back burner. And I think it's because um, we're okay with, you know, people being... Um, doing their own thing we're really okay with that and everything i think what with us it was when do you prioritize and make this relationship whether it's a family dynamic a friend dynamic because i've had that happen a, a relationship dynamic when do you prioritize and put that relationship up front and not on a back burner well and it goes back to i know these people love me I know these people will understand whether I have um, work or family or um, things come up. Totally, totally get that. I think the request is, is when do we become a priority? And we've not asked for that. Mm -hmm. And, And I think that's where we fell short is we haven't asked for that priority or had that conversation. Mm-hmm. And and we're not afraid to have the conversation, but it's not until it's brought up to you again where you go, oh, I haven't had that conversation mm-hmm. where it's important. It's yeah. important to prioritize and have this time. So that got us off a little bit, but also mm-hmm. how important it is to have these, these conversations, whatever they may be. <laughs> for real. So I think this is a huge shadow where... Um, often we aren't advocating for ourselves. Mm -hmm. So um, I actually posted a question in my group this morning because I love questions. I think Mm -hmm. they're super powerful. And my question this morning was, um, you know, are we, you know, how many of us are prioritizing everybody else's needs and desires at Christmas time and suppressing and judging our own desires and, Um, our own desire for reciprocation and very often um, we've made that bad and wrong instead of being willing to have the conversation and advocate and say you know actually I really am desiring I'm really wanting some um, equal uh, contribution and some equal priority right Mm. Um, and so this is a I think a a big because I like you (laughs) yeah and this this is such a feminine shadow Mm -hmm. Um, and I think we talked about this during uh, Thanksgiving as well we we talked about um, hang on my cats are like (laughs) sticking their paws in the door (laughs) (laughs) they're going crazy right now oh (laughs) my cats I swear they're always a blast I've got a cat uh, that knocked off the whole cabinet. Oh. <laughs> it's kind of funny because you see these paws every once in a while slide under the door. <laughs> I gotta love them. They keep my life interesting. <laughs> um, anyway, um, yeah, I think we talked about this at Thanksgiving when we as women take on this role of creating the perfect holiday and we do all the cooking and we do all the cleaning and we do all the oh, stuff. Yeah. 
We don't ask anybody to help us we clean up. We don't ask or... anyone to help. And it becomes an assumption. It becomes, you know, we are just the assumed role. Um, and it's, it's shadow on both sides. I have a part to play in that because I'm not asking. I never said. Yeah, I never said. I'm and it's not, an expected thing. And I'm not requiring. So it's not just asking, but it's also requiring. And um, that was something that came up for me as you were talking too. Like um, now I have different requirements to be in my space or to be in relationships with me because they get to have equal contribution. Mm. They get to have... Um, equal thoughtfulness and equal consideration and it's not that I'm forcing someone to be that way mm-hmm. it's not that I am forcing all of my family to be that way it's if I see that someone's true colors are that they are uh, consuming and taking from me more than they are um, pouring in then I'm just not available for those relationships mm-hmm. anymore it's not that I, I see what they're doing yes I'll have the conversation mm-hmm. like because uh, sometimes we just need communication sure yeah right? sometimes it's a miscommunication um, yeah. but we know when someone is interested in just consuming us mm-hmm. right and if you get defensiveness when you're like you know I'm really pulling a lot of the weight here do you mind um, making me more of a priority and if you if the response you get back is defensiveness and you know well what do you mean and I um, <laughs> you know mm-hmm. you already know that the true colors that you're seeing um, is it's not an equal exchange exchange mm-hmm. and so when I see that now I I get to honor myself I get to honor my own standards and requirements by removing myself from that situation and that may or may not be removing myself from the entire relationship sure it may be removing myself from a situation or a conversation um, it may be that I just create different boundaries around how I interact with that person but I know today that I am responsible Mm -hmm. for what I'm available for or not available for and I'm responsible for respecting my own self-worth no one else can respect me more than I respect myself so I get to hold that standard exactly Um, and the holidays are no different we find a lot of ways to excuse um, excuse ourselves from uh, our standards. Like somehow it's a magical time that nobody has to treat us well. <laughs> um, we give them a, a hall pass because <laughs> yeah, it's a holiday. We do. We do. We let people walk on us during the holidays because we somehow think it's some time for exemption. And um, boundaries are my boundaries all the time. All the time. Um, it's um, it's never okay to not be respectful. Um, I offer people respect during the holidays and other people get to offer me respect. And if that's not on the table, then I'm not on the table. Well, and we want that to be, we definitely want it to come to our attention Mm -hmm. if we've, if we've overstepped and not. Hell yeah. Yeah. So we totally would want someone to say, Hey, you know what? You missed my birthday. If that's whatever Uh the thing is, 
hey, you know, I really planned this thing difficult and it felt like you didn't honor it, you know, or whatever. I would definitely want someone to tell me when I had missed out or not been as thoughtful as I could be. And so, yeah, having that reciprocated is, is definitely okay. And that's what I'm saying as far as having those difficult conversations. Um, you and I want accountability, right? Definitely. We want someone to call us out if we have a blind spot. And I, I think that that is really the true measure of um, relationships for me, honoring relationships, is both parties are, are desiring um, the knowledge of how to make it better and um, how to honor each other at a, at a greater level. We're open to that. We're craving that, desiring that. That's how you get the better, more deep relationships is because you have had those conversations. It makes these relationships so much stronger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you have one side that's just defensive, um, and is closed off to hearing about, um, how they've been hurtful or, um, are completely closed off to any changes and that's a huge red flag and I do see that being excused a lot during the holidays and I I find that sometimes we're even making excuses for them Mm -hmm. right Um, I know for me you know going back to that example that I gave with um, my former uh, husband you know I was making a lot of excuses for his terrible behavior right I was you know, he's sick, he's, mm-hmm. uh, he is not capable of anything better, he's dealing with this horrible thing, which he was, um, and that still doesn't excuse mistreating me, that still doesn't mean that I have to stick around for that, mm-hmm. or should, or even that that is the most loving thing, because I really believe that um, sticking around for someone else's mistreatment and abuse of you is actually the least loving thing that you could do for them as well. Well, and I want to go back to the beginning where we said it's never a good time to leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. I just want to really quickly say hello to our, our guests here, Nikki. Good morning. Merry Christmas Eve. Um, Hi, Nicole, Richard. I don't know if you're on here yet, but Merry Christmas Eve to you as well. And Richard, hello, hello. Um, thanks for joining us today. So, yeah, you were saying... Um, leaving toxic relationships and it's never a good time. Never. Yeah. So Christmas isn't ever going to feel like a good time, but (laughs) we're, the real thing is we don't, we're not, we feel that we're not ready or, and you know, pain is coming. And so you're just sort of backing yourself up and, and giving yourself excuses. Mm -hmm. Um, it's going to be painful no matter when you do it. And, you know, and being real and authentic with yourself that, you know, you'll, you'll know seriously in your heart, you'll know when the right time is. Mm -hmm. But, um, if you wake up and you know, it's the right time and tomorrow's Christmas, it's still never a good time. It's just, yeah, it's just what it is. Yep. And, and just faking it to get through it is, uh, (laughs) faking it. (laughs) It's not really going to honor genuine happiness. Um, I know for me, in that example, yes, I made it through Christmas morning, and uh, we followed our agreement, and he went uh, to start drinking in the afternoon, and I went out with a friend, and um, but was that really the the Christmas that I was capable of having? Absolutely not. You know, I could have um, chosen to honor myself at a much different level, and 
um, been around people who were able to, to reciprocate and give mm-hmm. that back to me. Um, so again, that but was, no judgment if you're not ready, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so if you're, that um, was where I was at. That's where moment. you're at. You're and, at where you're at. And that, that experience was gold for me because it, it really reflected back to me my self-worth and, and became something that was helpful for me in my growth um, and leveling up my own view of myself, my own self-worth. Because, you know, we can settle for as long as we want to settle, right? And I did. For a long time, I settled. And then eventually, I became more and more aware. And I said, I'm not, I'm not going to settle anymore. And today, um, I'm very aware of that. I will not settle. I do not need to settle. Um, so... If you, you don't are, get the relationship you want settling. <laughs> no. And if you're there, then that's okay. This is all a journey. There's it no is. judgment in wherever you're at in it. And we're <clears throat> just explaining our journey. <laughs> so, and that was necessary. Some nuggets in there for you, yeah. That was necessary. I'm grateful that I went through every bit of that. I'm grateful that I walked that path. Um, Even if it's never again, will I? <laughs> Sometimes that's what the lesson is: is never again will I be in accept less in this situation. I would not at all have the clarity that I have today had I not walked through that whole journey. Mm-hmm. Not just Christmas; there was a whole lot of other things, but <laughs> several <laughs> events along the way. But I, I'm really grateful for it all because it gave me a level of clarity that I could not have had otherwise. Um, uh, a level of clarity about codependency, a level of clarity about self-betrayal. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are all things that are part of my path today that I get to uh, massively um, impact other women. And um, so it's there are no mistakes your path is exactly, exactly what it's meant to be. And if you're not ready to let go right now, that's okay. Um, but I would encourage you to start facing the truth of, uh, stop telling yourself it's a bad time. It may not be the right time for you because you may not be ready. And that's perfectly fine. But stop giving yourself the excuses that, um, it just needs to be, you know, when it's not the holidays, it just needs to be when it's, you know, not our anniversary or I don't know, tax season. Like there's anything that you can say. It's not a good time. Um, you'll know when it's the right time for you. And that's, what's important. You'll know when it's the right time for you. So, um, anyway, holidays, don't be afraid to, uh, demand what you need. Um, and respect that yourself because you're the only one that can give you what your desires and your needs are, but don't be afraid to advocate for yourself. And, and, uh, there's no shame, no shame in holding your standards high, no shame in meeting your own needs and not just everyone else's. And, um, don't forget that today, uh, Christmas and, uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas, Honor yourself. You're just as important as all of those other people that you're taking care of, whether that's a spouse, children, uh, partners, 
parents, family members, you are just as valid as important. Um, and I know that we've had lifetimes full of people telling us otherwise and that you're <laughs> selfish and demanding and inconvenient and all these other things. That changes um, now. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm just here to remind you, you have full permission to um, honor yourself. And that is actually the most honoring for everyone else. And you're not selfish and wrong for wanting um, reciprocation and wanting the same level of love that you're dishing out. So uh, with that, I want to wish you a very, very Merry Christmas. And um, I hope that you will join us again next week, Thursday. Merry Christmas. Um, we would love for you to reach out with any topic requests. We've got a couple coming up um, over the next couple of weeks, but if you would like to contribute your suggestions, you're welcome to email myself at defytheaverage at gmail.com or Marie. Marie at mariesgold.com. We love those things. So. Absolutely. And you can always join us on our Facebook group, Braveheart Conversations. And find us on all the other platforms to find our past episodes. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and close up. Uh, we will see you next week right before the new year. Yeah. I'm super excited for 2021. And uh, all the love to you. You are all so loved. And I hope that you have the, the most happy, jolly Christmas ever. Bye-bye, guys. Bye-bye.